fairy tales are the soul of the world. And in a way, they, they give us, uh, in a psychological way, a chance to work out things that other stories don't give us enough space. I always think they are like a moat round emotions. And they allow you to stay one side of the water, or they allow you to cross over into it deeper. The bottom line is that they are very often set in hard times and in families which we would now call dysfunctional. And they're basically about survival and how, with a bit of nouse, a bit of luck, possibly a bit of supernatural help, maybe in the form of a, a talking fox or a fairy godmother, you can get by. The origins of uh, fairy tales are very much disputed. There's been quite a strong movement to suggest that fairy tales, what we call fairy tales, were invented in Venice in the 16th century and uh, written down and printed then, which may have then gone back into the oral tradition um, and so have been collected by collectors like the Grimm's. The other view is that fairy tales have emerged from this uh, folk tradition, that this actually, the, these are stories coming from the people themselves, never mind the social hierarchies and the elite writers and so on, these are stories coming from the people about survival. They were always for young and old. Uh, and that's what I like about them. I like the fact that um, they're for a mixed audience sitting on the fire, you know, and old granny's telling a story, and they're all, they're all listening, everybody's listening and understanding it in a different way. Children who hear about Little Red Riding Hood think, oh, she's very exciting, oh, what's going to happen next? Perhaps the grown-ups are thinking, what are the mother thinking of letting her go into the woods alone? I never dream of doing that now. Um, so we're, we're reacting to it in different ways and bringing different experiences to it. One of the, uh, the main figures, or very influential figures for analysing uh, fairy tales has been uh, Vladimir Propp, who in the 1920s uh, analyze a hundred Russian fairy tales. Prop came up with an important idea uh, that fairy tales are not about character in the, 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 the sense of a novel. Most fairy tale uh, so-called characters aren't characters at all. There's no depth to them. Uh, one prince is much like another prince. One evil stepmother is much like another evil stepmother. So something very flat about them. I think the thing about princes and princesses is they're not to have characteristics. You are supposed to be able to put yourself into the role, be that a princess or a prince. And in a way, what happens to that is happening to you. That is the power of them. And in that realisation, you're able to work out a lot of your problems. We need to distinguish too between fairy tales which are folk tales, like the ones in the Brothers Grimm's great collection, and fairy tales that are works of literary art, such as the ones by George MacDonald and Oscar Wilde and Hans Christian Andersen and so on. They're different things. If you take the light princess as an example, there's a princess who has no gravity. She floats. Um, and this is uh, uh, obviously a, a metaphor for her lack of seriousness as a person. But it's not the same sort of thing as the folk tales in Grimm. It's a, it's a carefully crafted carefully worked out moral story. The idea that fairy tales uh, can uh, carry a kind of philosophical or 
the theological message is, is quite an important idea. So for MacDonald, uh, a fairy tale, although it could be light in one sense, I mean the light princess is very funny, very light-hearted, very witty, it's also quite profound and contains some quite heavy weight uh, ideas. Uh, and that goes back to this German tradition, uh, which sees the fairy tale as somehow the most important of all literary forms. It is in the fairy tale more than anywhere else that you can express a sense of the wonder of just being here at all and what it might all be about.